Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, my name is Bex and welcome to Getting Emotional. Every week I'll tell you about a brand new emotion. Or rather, an emotion you may well have felt but had no idea there was a name for. This week, it's the ick. Holding an umbrella. Jumping up and down at a music festival. Doing a zip up the full way. These are all actions that people have said gives them a feeling of the ick. And yes, these reasons sound ridiculous. And yes, the ick sounds like a bad villain from an episode of Batman in the 1960s. And yes, on the surface, this emotion seems, well, let's face it, superficial. But actually, there's so much more to it than I realised. She says not at all regretting the hours of research she's had to do. No, I joke, obviously. First of all, you may have heard things being described as icky to mean creepy or disgusting, which I guess is where this comes from. For example, in an episode of Friends, Monica uses the simple excuse, it's icky, when she, understandably, breaks up with her very young boyfriend. I should say, if you've never seen Friends, and if you haven't, how, uh, it's when Monica doesn't realise just how young her boyfriend is. But I've done some digging, and the earliest reference I can get to the exact feeling of the ick is from another TV show, Ally McBeal, and a 1998 episode called Once in a Lifetime. In it, Ally is dreading an upcoming date, and she can already feel the sense of imminent disappointment that comes from a gruesome dating experience. That unmistakable gut feeling known as the ick. Later in the show, when explaining to her date why it didn't work out, she tells him that sometimes she just knows it's not going to be a good match, even though she's not entirely sure why. She tells him they call it the ick, saying that even though it sounds negative, it really means just not meant to be. But since then, in the last few years, the ick has taken on a life of its own. Somehow it popped up in the 2017 series of Love Island, I don't know, maybe the cast are really big fans of 90s sitcoms, and now it's picking up momentum. People refer to the ick all the time, and not just about potential partners, I've noticed. It could be about a YouTube video, or in one case I saw, a building. I did also wonder if it was a mostly female emotion, but from doing a little bit of research, aka asking all of my friends, it seems that's certainly not the case. This is something that's felt by everyone. And to be honest, I was hoping this might be a fluffy little fun emotion that we could all have a bit of a laugh along to, you know, amuse ourselves with other people's bizarre yet humdrum deal breakers. But it turns out there's a lot more to the ick than meets the eye. But more on that later. I suppose first, we should actually explain what the ick is, and for the more modern day definition, not as defined by a comedy character from 20 years ago. Hi everyone, my name's Aaliyah Harry, and um, I work at Grazia as an entertainment and features assistant. Amazing, and Grazia is how I found you, because I follow Grazia on Instagram, and I saw the phenomenon of the ick, and I was like, I need to know more about this. So how did you find out about it? The ick? Well, honestly, I don't know if I've ever known really the term. I've ha- I feel like I've had the feeling before, <laughs> but, but I didn't know the term until Love Island actually started to... Um, coin phrase it and then I realized actually I've had this feeling before I just never really had a name for it. (laughs) 
Yeah, I didn't realise it was a thing. And then, um, yeah, of course, Love Island is where it's kind of come from. Um, so for people who don't watch Love Island, uh, tell us a little bit more about it. Like, what exactly is it? The ick or Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> God, I think, I think Love Island would take about 10 hours. Uh, probably just, just the ick for now, probably. Okay, right, great. So <laughs> the ick is just this feeling. It's like, uh, okay. You can all go, you, anyone can go out with someone and, you know, you can date for a while and you can think, mm, maybe this person isn't right for me. That's not the ick. The ick is when there's like a real feeling of repulsion that just comes <laughs> over you and you just can't put your finger on it. And I feel like everyone's ick is different. So for you, your ick, it just might be the way someone, I don't know, the way they laugh. <laughs> but a grazia reader said actually an ick for her was the way that, um, a man breathed like it was just the way he did it I don't know Um, so I think everyone's ick is different but it's when you're dating someone and yeah there's just something you can't put your finger on but it just suddenly turns you off that person completely so that's my little in a nutshell about what the ick is I love it the poor guy breathing he didn't stand a chance did he he's breathing (laughs) I know maybe she just yeah no chance I think that one was just like <laughs> yeah he was a goner yeah. he was a goner yeah basically so does it like can it happen like on the turn of a dime can it just happen immediately or does it build up over time um personally i think i i've only really come across it as something that builds up over time i right. like um you know you can it can be either way but in my own experiences i I've had it over time, but it can come either way. For example, you can go on one day and then, um, you know, think, oh no, the way they do that is just giving me the ick. Like that is just, that is just not a bit of me. And then, you know, that's done. But for me, I think it's it's almost a bit more comical when it's a slow burner because then I'll sit back and be like, how did I not see this before? <laughs> like uh, you'll sit back and be like, oh God, like, you know, you might even be over time like starting to really like this person and they just suddenly do something and you're like, no, that's it. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. That's it. So I think, yeah, it can happen both ways, but I personally only come across it. Actually, I take it back. There was one time it came straight away on the first date. Oh, wow. Most, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but most of the time it's been like a gradual process where I've just seen something. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> and is it like is it a deal breaker I'm guessing the ick is not one of those things you can really come back from mm, yeah I think it's a complete and utter deal breaker like you know there's many instances where you can you know sit back and think oh maybe you know that but that person's a good person you know they've got great character they've got great this great that but I'm sorry once you get that feeling there's really no going back like you can try and try all you want but most of the time you can't see past it because it's just something that niggles at you and then yeah I think after that it's done I think it's a I think it's a deal breaker anyway yeah I, I was reading yeah I was reading about it a little bit and uh, a few articles and some people gave examples and they I forget what it was but they were like the way my partner did this it made me want to die and I was like wow <laughs> I mean, it can be that strong, honestly. It can be that strong. And, okay, maybe we're, we can be a bit dramatic, but I understand, <laughs> like, I understand, like, okay, so 
a relationship, it's all very intimate and intense. So I'm sorry, any little thing that can turn you off someone, that's it. It's not like if you like, for example, there's something with a friend and you just don't get on in that way. You can easily just like move past that. A relationship is very intense and intimate. Mm. And once you get that feeling, I understand like, because where are you going to go? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, we're together. So it seems like the ick will most often occur in a fresh relationship within a few weeks or months. I mean, let's face it, if you've not minded the way that your partner breathes for 40 years, it's very unlikely it'll become a deal breaker for you in the 41st. And yes, these things can be innocuous, but they are normally deal breakers. And here's the thing. I was totally prepared to have a little laugh about these so-called innocuous deal breakers, which, by the way, is the name of my new band if I ever make it, and then move on. But actually... If you've ever felt the ick, there might be something a little heavier behind it. So there's a couple of theories. One is that there's a kind of idea at the moment that if something doesn't serve you, if it doesn't entirely work for you, then you're within your rights to dump it or them and move on. But what about if the reason you're uncomfortable with it is because it shows you're finding out more about this person, this housemate, this building? By discovering these icks, you're also getting closer to them. And for those with a fear of intimacy, that might make you run a mile. I guess it's a kind of self-sabotage. Another cause of the ick is as a defence mechanism. Clinical psychologist Elizabeth Cohen says that if you're used to having a lifetime of bad relationships with anyone from parents to partners, then if your ick is caused by kindness or trustworthy behaviours, you're caught off guard. If you've not had these nice things in previous relationships, you might have convinced yourself you never needed them in the first place. And this person, being nice, ugh. Of course, maybe your ick has been formed entirely by society. If you're trained to think that if somebody falls over, it's embarrassing, and then the person you're on a date with actually falls over in front of you, the ick might just be subconsciously activated. Side note, in this totally hypothetical example that I just plucked from thin air, I have definitely not been at all both the faller and the folly at various points in my life. Perhaps the ick pops up because you've built up this new paramour, first time I've said that word out loud, in your head. And if they fall at one minor hurdle and then remind you they're not perfect, the bubble is immediately burst. You see, you thought this is going to be a fun little emotion where we all talk about Love Island and we all have a laugh, but no, there is no laughing here. This tricky little ick has given us more than we bargained for. But anyway, I wanted to find out more about what Grazia magazine had discovered. We did like a little poll thing on Instagram and people were like, you know, obviously I mentioned breathing, which is very um, <laughs> dramatic, but I understand. Um, and we had like, I don't know, like the way he takes mirror selfies, um, the way he talks at me like I'm a, talks to me like I'm a child, which I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Um, he wears chinos or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, like funny little bits like that that I found quite funny. Um, the breathing one has really stuck with me though because I was just like, yeah, we've got it. Like we've got. It's, this is it. I love it. It's just so funny because I guess from an outsider's point of view, you could be like, well, that's always been, that's, they've always worn those chinos, they've always breathed like that. Mm. But also it's just that thing, like you say, it's that intensity of you're spending that much time with that person, you suddenly mm. realise it and it suddenly like, it suddenly hits you in the head and you're like, oh no, I don't think I can deal with this. Mm, yeah, I think it, it might just be like a, a split second where you're just sitting there and you just, 
it, yeah, you like you said, they could have always worn it, but it's just this one split second where you just sit there and you think, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. Like, and even like, for example, someone said loud chewing, which I completely get. That is a complete, mm-hmm. for me anyway, that's an ick. But perhaps they haven't done that really before. And then suddenly they just do it one time and you're like, no, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I guess a part of you, I mean, there is an argument to say, like, if that's your your breaking point, you're like, actually, maybe you were never fully in that relationship anyway. If you're like, they've chewed yeah. loudly once. I couldn't possibly hear it ever again. I'm done here. But yeah. um, the chewing, you're right. The chewing and the breathing. I can see if you're spending a lot of time with somebody that that would uh, that would grind you down, right? it would definitely grind you down like and after a while you probably just burst so I think it's better to just if you feel that just move on so from where I'm standing the ick is a kind of early warning that maybe this person isn't right for you but what about if you wish they were were it not for this just one thing well if you're feeling particularly icky about someone otherwise perfect maybe I don't know you love everything about them apart from the way they cross the road, yes, that is a thing, then there are theories that you can just push through. Of course, the ick is a gut reaction, and maybe the red flags you're seeing are slightly more important than the arguably trivial ones that I've already mentioned. That's the whole of the podcast. But broadly speaking, if you want to push through, by all means go for it. Relationship experts suggest that if the cause is negotiable, like if they have a brightly coloured screensaver, yeah, that is also a real one, maybe talk to them about it. Change their phone background. Remind yourself of all of their plus points. Yeah, they might have an Android phone, but they also provided you unlimited emotional support when your cat died. I mean, I know which one will outweigh the other eventually. Personally, I think pushing through the ick is a tall order. It's definitely possible, yes, especially if you're honest with yourself about why exactly that ick has affected you. Is it, as I mentioned before, self-sabotage, fear of commitment, societal pressure? If so, I guess you can work on your own issues, and and if you think this person is worth it, you can really push through. But let's face it, sometimes you just don't have enough chemistry with someone to be able to live with the weird way they sit cross-legged. And that's okay too. This was getting emotional, and that was the ick big thank you for listening to the podcast if you've enjoyed it uh, thank you it means the world to me that you've just listened to be honest uh, please do like subscribe follow wherever it is you get your podcast from and of course if you want to find me online i'm at twitter at get emotional pod and on instagram yeah i just made an instagram account at getting emotional podcast go and be one of the first to follow me you'll be a trailblazer uh, i'll see you next week for more emotions bye <laughs>